0: to Scarlet and Mays. We're back. It's been a while. Um, We had a great holiday. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, We'll jump right into it. Michigan made it to the college football playoff, but they fell short against Georgia. They scored. 11-34. Yep. Take it away, Adam.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, I don't have a whole bunch to say, I think, because we're a little bit removed from it now. But, uh, and I mean, it was just such a beatdown. I do, I wonder if the game would have been any different had Michigan tight ends not dropped passes on third and fourth down on their opening drive. Yeah. Down 7 nothing. they were moving the ball. I don't think Michigan would have won, but going down 14 nothing was rough. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like, to me, Michigan wanted to win with what got them there, and Georgia wanted to win. So, like, Michigan kept doing the same things they had been doing. Yeah. I was expecting a little bit more... Trickery, not trickery, like a halfback pass or something. We'll just running, just new something place. new, yeah. and it seemed like they were just trying to do it, the same thing. And like it seemed like Georgia just wanted to win,
0: and it seems like when you have a month to advance, a, a month in advance to prepare for that game, like yeah. it's easy to bring in something new.
1: It, it honestly, it felt like the only game all year that Michigan was decisively out coached, where it was just like from beginning to end they were just. They just yeah. got out coached. Uh Georgia's defense was crazy good. I love Cade McNamara, but JJ has gotta be the guy for next year. Michigan returns a lot, despite some certain people from some certain fan bases somehow thinking that Michigan had all COVID super seniors. I mean they didn't, they return more people than they don't, but yeah. Uh I do think I yeah. do think
0: it is a huge factor in like that they lost Ajabo and Hutchinson.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you I think he'll be better at almost every other position um, on the field. But yeah,
0: I think I, don't, I, I think you could say that in the bringing back a lot. You have to say you have to bring that up.
1: They they lose Ojabo and Hutchinson. They return. They return enough. To, a lot of them. They other return guys. enough
0: and bring in enough talent to cover that. To, I will to cover say, those
1: like the offense should be better. It should be more dynamic. The <clears> Defense. <throat> Won't have the crazy pass rush that they did, but the D-tackles should be better. The mm-hmm. linebackers should be better. secondary should be better. So, and also I think they'll be able to be closer to what Mike McDonald's vision for the defense actually is. I think this year he played to the personnel, which was good. But, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll say it right now. I'll be, I'll be upset if Michigan's not undefeated heading into the game next year. Yeah. I do think,
0: like, the most important position on defense is the pass rush? Pass rush is the defensive ends. They set up everything. They set up everything for the, the defense. Will, so
1: part of it this year, Hutchinson and Olajuwon were so big because the secondary wasn't as great. And next year, if the secondary is better, they can buy more time for the pass rush. But yeah, I mean it's whatever. I think you're more likely if you're gonna if you're gonna
0: rely on your secondary to buy
1: time for the pass rush, you're not gonna
0: have a chance against Ohio State.
1: Yeah, probably. We'll see. Uh, what do you
0: got? Um, I just think I'm a believer in. There is a talent gap in the, the teams right now. There's, there's been six teams to win a playoff game that, and since the playoff existed, and all of them were uber-talented, or they were Oregon with Marcus Mariota. And it's just been, like, there was a clear t- talent gap here with Georgia, who's consistently had a top-five class, had multiple uh, top, top classes on this roster. And it's just, I think, until Michigan recruits at a consistently elite level, they won't win a play. They won't win a. They won't win a national championship for sure. And I don't think they'll even win a playoff game. To win, to 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 do that, to accomplish that, they'd have to beat three of their four four last games would be most likely teams that are all more talented than them, and that's just going to be hard to do. Right. And even that fourth team would be a Big Ten West champion. While they're inferior, it's still a solid team. That's four games in a row that you have to play elite level. Yeah,
1: play I do perfectly. think. Hopefully this year, even though they got wrecked in the playoff, hopefully winning the Big Ten, making the playoff helps a little bit. They did get a uh, few high-level yeah, recruits. There, getting there, getting there
0: help will help recruiting for sure. But I just think it's still even this year. I think they they're ninth right now. They the they 20, need to take class. a next
1: step, and they're they're still in it in on another five star, so they could move up a little bit. But yeah, yeah, Utah forty-eight. Er, sorry, Ohio State forty-eight. Utah forty-five.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, this is a game where the narrative is no one cares about non-playoff bowl games. This is a team, Ohio State, that's consistently in the playoffs and that's even pushed the narrative more of not caring about the bowl game. And they had multiple stars sitting out the game. They had a lot of guys out. I think I saw some was like, 34 scholarship players were out for Ohio State cons- considering those opt-outs mm-hmm. and transfers and injuries. Those 34 guys out. Not Obviously not all of them were starters And it was a game where they were down 14-0 early and down 14 points at halftime. And you could easily go, like, we don't care about this game. It's just, it's not the playoffs. It's not what we came here for. And they could have just given up. But I just think it just shows um, those guys' drive and, like, how much they care about the game and how much they just want to win every game to be able to make those adjustments and make the plays to come back and win. I just think it was really cool. And to have that comeback was awesome. And then... Jackson Smith the jig, but without Olave and Wilson, everyone expected him to have a big game. But no one expected him to have 15 catches, 347 yards, and three touchdowns—a Rose Bowl record, one of the best performances from a wide receiver I've ever seen. And with those, then in a five-game stretch from the last five game, the last four games of the regular season, and the Rose Bowl, he had 60 catches, 958 yards, and six touchdowns. And that's five games. With those averages for a whole season, he would have 144 catches. That'd be top five of all time in a season. He'd have 2,299 yards that would shatter the single season record and 14 touchdowns. It just would be absurd if he could consistently play at that level. I love the Buckeyes. I'm excited for what they can do next year, bringing CJ Stroud back, bringing a lot of guys back. They lose, obviously, Wilson and Olave. Um, thank you. And But they proved that they can replace those guys with Jackson Smith and Jigba and the other guys that performed well at the receiver position. And I just, I love the hire of Jim Knowles, a defensive coordinator. I think I'm really excited for what the Buckeyes can do next year.
1: I I just wonder if the game would have been any different if it mattered. What do you mean? I'm just joking. (laughs) Uh, It was a great comeback. Jackson Smith and Jigba is a problem. To be clear, I don't, I'm not saying that these games don't matter to the players playing in them. Yeah. I just mean holistically they don't matter. Um, Because like... How is Ohio State's season better now that they won this than if they lost? Yeah, I disagree. I think it's the same. It doesn't matter. I think it, I think it means something to win the Rose Bowl, with well, that trophy. I, think I do it think it used to. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Big Ten takeaways. Uh, I'll go first. I wish that the Big Ten would get rid of divisions or realign the divisions. Yeah. Because they're doing themselves a disservice in playoff positioning. Uh, I wish they would schedule nobody tough and out of conference scheduling because it's all risk and no reward, at least for the big boys of Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Yeah. Those games don't help. They only hurt. Yeah. Like, so 2018 Michigan, obviously clearly below Ohio State, but they lost to Notre Dame the first game of the year, the first game with Shea Patterson. If they don't lose that game, if they beat Akron or Towson or -hmm. whatever, uh, who knows? They may have been in position to... The Citadel. Yeah. They may have been in position to lose in the playoff, which is better than not making the playoff. So. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if I would say that I they should schedule I mean, easier Ohio's, opponents.
1: If Ohio State didn't play Oregon this year, they probably would have won and may have made the playoff. I think they'd be more likely. Makin? Did I say making? Yeah. They would have made the playoff.
0: They been more likely to make the playoffs if they would have just beat Oregon and than if they played somebody crappy like Akron. I
1: think yeah. they would have
0: been in great shape even if they beat some crappy team. But they would have been in better shape. I th- I want I don't, I think we should push more for uniform non-conference schedules.
1: I think if oh, okay, let me be clear, okay. if Ohio State beat Towson instead of losing to Oregon, yeah. I think they're in. They played Oregon, they risked it. Yeah, they lost. They're out. I don't agree with you. Okay,
0: I think if they played Towson, beat Towson, have one loss the whole season, it's to Michigan. I don't think they get in over Cincinnati.
1: I think that they were trying to find a way to keep Cincinnati out and the cards didn't yeah. fall the right way and
0: in in, in in other years since Cincinnati wouldn't make it obviously like UCF had a, Cincinnati's resume wasn't much better than UCF's when they went undefeated this was a unique year where there wasn't really that clear fourth team that should be
1: in do you think if Oklahoma State won that they would have been in over Cincinnati
0: I, I I don't know. I
1: think it's tough. I think they would have because they would have had another big win. In my
0: opinion, Cincinnati would have deserved it, but uh, Oklahoma State probably would have been in. But yeah, that's my biggest thing is if Ohio State beats Oregon, I think Ohio State deserves it over Cincinnati. If Ohio State beats Townsend instead, I don't think they.
1: I think if Ohio State it. beats Towson you'd be saying something different right now. You think I'd be saying? I, I Ohio think, State think if State's Cincinnati got in over Cincinnati, over Ohio State. Or, yeah, yeah. I think you'd be. You're singing I, a different tune, there, Zach. I don't know. I I love Cincinnati. Not as much as Ohio State. I've
0: had I've had um, their um, the, uh, on my favorite teams on ESPN. I get notifications for all the games for the last, uh, I like do eight years.
1: With them and Rutgers.
0: No, not Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just the Big Ten takeaway.
1: Um, uh, well, I
0: will talk about the other thing you talking about is the division realignments or mm-hmm. just getting rid of the divisions altogether. I completely <laughs> agree with that. And yeah, I think it's dumb that I mean Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. The three clear most talented teams in the Big Ten are all in the same division. It's just, it's, it should not be that way. My Big Ten takeaways: I think it's cool that um, Big Ten ended up with one of the best bowl records. They started off hot, ended kind of disappointingly. Um, one of those losses was Rutgers against Wake Forest, where they were completely right. outmatched. There's, it's just shouldn't count on their record. So really, they went six and three, in my opinion. But six and four is still solid. I just think it's cool going into next year that the Big Ten fared well in the bowl games. Yeah, and, and I think it's. They had the same amount, they had less losses in the national championship than the SEC.
1: I wish that the committee, the public, the talking heads would look and just see that the SEC is so top heavy that not all the teams are good. Maybe don't rank everyone as high. Maybe don't give that SEC bias right off the frickin' bat. Yeah. Whatever. Things no one is talking about Jackson Smith and Jigma's upcoming junior year slump. (laughs) Also, Ryan Day going to the Bears. What do you got? Um,
0: People are actually talking about the Bears thing. Nobody's talking about Jackson Smith and Jigba Jr. slump. If Jackson Smith and Jigba has a junior slump, not worried about it. Because they have Marvin Harrison Jr. They have um, Emuka Im- Bekpa. They have another, <laughs> I forget his name, there's a four-star wide receiver that's going to be a freshman this next year. They have other guys that are talented there. Um, But my thing the things that things don't want to talk about is, I've only seen like one tweet about this. There's all these graphics about all the crazy stats from the Rose Bowl about Jackson Smith and Jig, but in that game, he broke the single-season record for receiving yards for the Big Ten, and I feel like nobody's talking about that, and I just think it's super impressive that, out of nowhere, the third guy on the list, yeah. the afterthought coming into the season, like, nobody's talking about, like, I... Even us, I would say Olave and Wilson. Olave and Wilson, coming into the season, Olave and Wilson. Jackson Smith and Jigba ended up having more catches, more receiving yards, and probably more touchdowns. i have to check that, but for sure more catches. Well, he yards. had to have benefited
1: from uh, having Wilson and Olave, similar to Ojabo uh, and Hutchinson. I'm just kidding. He, he dominated <laughs> clearly, the Rose Bowl. Clearly he didn't. Cause, I'm yeah. just talking trash right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he broke the Big
1: Ten record receiving yards in the season crazy. Yeah. He's awesome uh viewer questions we're gonna start with the football ones then go to the basketball one how does it feel that michigan is the only school in state that lost their bowl game
0: i'll, uh, I'll go first yeah i just think it's funny like who cares it's they, oh. they were they were in the, we're the on the biggest, same page they were on the same page that's why i wanted to go first they're in the biggest bowl of all the in-state schools and they played georgia better than any of those t- teams would have
1: yeah uh that's i would i would have felt better if michigan won but it feels fine Having Michigan be the only team in the state play a legit opponent because they're in the playoff. Yeah, they didn't get to play a third string quarterback. I do think it's, it was really impressive. Central Michigan's is
0: underrated from this. Central Michigan's win was really impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, so Michigan lost their game, but their game also mattered and it had consequence and people care and talked about it. I so.
0: can, I heard people talk about Central Michigan's win. I <laughs> on that.
1: Uh, Zach, where is Jim Harbaugh coaching next year? Um. I mean, rumors are
0: just rumors. I seriously doubt. I seriously doubt Harbaugh would say the third base comment, or then bounce without <laughs> even getting past what they could accomplish in two years in his seventh
1: year. I I seriously doubt he would say a lot of the things he's said, and then bounce. Also, the rumor itself is a source says that he might be tempted to go. Like it's there's nothing yeah. there, but. Whatever. Uh, He's going to be coaching at Michigan. If anyone wants to bet on that, please let me know. I'll give you great odds. Uh, The dude (laughs) said he doesn't care about money and then backed it up by donating his entire bonus, $2 million, back to Michigan. He said he feels like this is the beginning. I mean, honestly, I could go on and on about different things he's said and done for the last seven years that all point to him wanting to be here as opposed uh, to someone who would, let's say, Say he's not leaving, and yeah. then the next day take a different job. I think it's way more likely
0: to see Ryan Day leave than Jim Harbaugh.
1: I agree, and I don't. Other than being fired, I could see Harbaugh getting fired. I not mean, right now, not this off season, but right. Uh, the only thing people say and are even able to say is that other people have said that they're staying and then left. Like those same people say that Jim Harbaugh is oddly different. Just not with this. Just not with this. Yeah. He's a really weird guy marches to the beat of his own drum, but he's exactly like everyone else when it comes to this. <laughs> even mm-hmm. though he just gave a bunch of money. It's all about the money. Except he just gave a bunch of money. Whatever. I do think there
0: is weight to that and the fact that, like, if you are considering it, you're not going to tell people that, even if they ask you.
1: No, but all, we were talking that earlier in a group text, but a lot of the NFL morons are like, well, his agent, Boba, he doesn't have an agent. You'd think if you know anything about freaking yeah. anything... Regarding the situation, you wouldn't start with a faulty premise of Jim Harbaugh's agent who doesn't exist. So <laughs> I'm actually Jim Harbaugh's agent. Yeah, I, these people are stupid. Uh, just stop. So if for real, if anyone wants to bet, I'll give you great odds. Uh, the only thing as likely as Harbaugh being at Michigan next year is MSU fans feeling slighted with their preseason ranking, regardless of where it's at. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on to basketball. Doing, are we' doing the
0: basketball for your questions?
1: Oh yeah, I forgot okay uh, Is there any hope for Michigan basketball?
0: Um, I think the <laughs> only hope the only hope they have right now is that they play in the big 10 in a tough conference where they can get really quality wins if they can drastically turn the season around and build they could build the resume. They play enough tough opponents still. that they, they don't play in the same conference as Gonzaga.
1: They can, yeah they can build, they can make I mean a at this point I wish the they did but uh, I think there's a little hope that window is closing pretty quick yeah. Hopefully their COVID guys aren't out for long. They were missing five players last night uh, against Rutgers. I don't know that it would have made a difference. Brandon Johns has had big, big games against Rutgers as much as as some of our friends like to uh, crap on Brandon Johns. Like, they lost by eight. Um, Well, well, let's just get into it. I think there's a little hope. The window's closing. Michigan got beat by UCF uh, and then lost by eight to Rutgers, missing a bunch of guys. UCF made every single three in the second half. Rutgers had a guy shooting 15% on the season on one make, make two threes in the second half. Uh, I mean, that's six points and it's a two point game. Michigan missed 13 or so layups. I forget the exact number. It was in the teens. They missed that many layups. There were five or six times the announcer said something to the effect of, oh boy, Rutgers got away with one there. So to be clear, I'm not blaming the officials for the loss. It's just another case of a number of calls going one way, and it's a factor, especially in a game that's eight, like it's not a blowout. Michigan had most of their bench out with COVID, like I said. They played bad. Rutgers played good. Bounces like the 50-50 calls went one way again. I think it's it's obvious we all downplayed the lack of upperclassmen leadership amongst the players after losing so many guys. Devontae Jones... Isn't good. Eli Brooks was the only guy older than a sophomore that played yesterday. Uh, honestly, I think it's going to be a rough rest of the year. I think they they could get hot. Some freshmen, some things could click for them. Yeah. There have been, I'd say, worse Michigan teams that finished the season strong. There have been a few. Uh, there was a Beeline team that uh, started the Big Ten like one and eight, and then went on a roll and made the tournament. Whatever. I mean, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, a lot of these guys come back and don't just bounce. Yes, yeah, especially with the transfer portal. Yeah, Michigan could be a lot better next year. Should be a lot better next year.
0: Um, I'm, I didn't honestly, I honestly didn't expect this from Michigan at all this season. Uh, the trajectory is honestly scary. It went from preseason top five to at this point, I don't even know if they'd make the NIT. And I mean, they really got to turn this season around for it to not be embarrassing.
1: I mean, I, I think we're in embarrassing. T- uh, territory right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean,
0: but, yeah, you don't judge a ugh. season by the first half of the season, though. If they can turn yeah. things around, they can make it not embarrassing. But they're on that route.
1: Speaking of embarrassing, Ohio State went to overtime with Nebraska. That is embarrassing. Eighty-seven,
0: seventy-nine. They're returning from COVID. They hadn't played since the middle of December, and Kyle Young was out from a, a unrelated illness to COVID, um, and he's a huge part of that seat, that team. Um, I just think. Um, the COVID, I think the COVID break for Ohio State, the COVID hiatus, came at the right time for them. They missed. it sucks they didn't play Kentucky. They missed a couple teams that are bad that could have helped them gel a little bit more. But and see some of those younger guys play a lot. But I just think it's cool that they're going to be coming back full strength hopefully soon. Um, with Kyle Young hopefully back. Um, full strength into the Big Ten play. They have a relatively easy schedule. To start off, Nebraska should not have gone to overtime. They got they they were up most of the game. Nebraska went on a run at the end of the game, went to overtime. Um, I thought it was really cool to see uh, Branham, a a true freshman, to put up 35 points, six threes. To have a guy, a true freshman like that, that can do that when you need him to, is huge for a season when you're in the Big Ten and when you're playing team like when you're playing tough teams all the time. You got to have guys that can step up and make have games like that when other guys aren't playing as well, or when you're missing Kyle Young.
1: Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, my only takeaway is, I wonder if Ohio State's allowed to play a game that isn't close. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> uh, upcoming basketball, Michigan, Michigan State on Saturday. I mean, it's at this point, right. so UCF didn't miss a three in the second half. Rutgers had a guy shooting 15%. Double up his total. In the second half, he made two threes after one make in the rest of the season so far. I feel like A.J. Hogart is going to make seven or eight threes. Can't shoot, but he's going to shoot in this game. Probably Marcus Bingham will have five or six threes. Uh, I think Michigan State will win by a lot. Tom Izzo will probably try to run it up. retire. Uh, and Let then retire. retire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Michigan, Michigan State? Michigan State. All right, moving on. So Ohio State <laughs> at Indiana on the 6th, and then at home against Northwestern on the ninth.
0: Yeah, um, ESPN's Power Index actually has Indiana winning this game, which surprised me a little bit. I don't think Indiana is very good. No. I like the Buckeyes in both these games. Kyle Young, like I said, will hopefully be back. And uh, I, I just think, the Buc- like I said, the Buckeyes got lucky with the timing of the COVID outbreak, coming back in time for the Big Ten play. And I said the easy schedule, this- I mean, the Northwestern's not good. Indiana's, meh. Yeah.
1: Uh, I do think Northwestern, I think you might be downplaying them a little bit, but... I think Ohio State wins in both, anyways. Yeah. Don't think Indiana's good. Don't think Northwestern is as good as Ohio State. I do.
0: I could see them losing to the Indiana just because it's on the road, but I do think I think they'll
1: be Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, tweet of the week. I got two, so I'll go first, and then you can go. Uh, okay. Uh, my first one is from @jdu51. And, Our, shortly after the Big Ten, ten championship, lost Harbaugh lost his wallet, and, uh, and there's this video clip. Oh shoot, day. where's my wallet? Big Ten. Champions. Doesn't matter because we're Big Ten champions. Oh, shoot, where's my wallet? And I'm like. It doesn't matter because we're Big Ten champions. I like it. Uh, what do you got? Um, I
0: have. It's a picture. So the Justin. I don't even know how to say his last name. who uh, tweeted: This kid had three touchdowns today in the Rose Bowl period, and then what? Dot dot. It's a picture of Marvin Harrison Senior holding a very young Marvin Harrison Junior, which I assume is at the Super Bowl. Um looks like all the fans are on the field right. stuff. I'm assuming it's the Super Bowl. Um, it's just a picture of him holding him as a kid and that guy had three t- touchdowns on the rules bowl. Mm, That's it's too really bad.
1: Awesome. Uh, my second one is from Scott Bell. <clears throat> he said <clears throat> looks like rival fans of Michigan have settled on bowl record as this season, this offseason's go-to talking point. I know there aren't many good trash talk options left after this fall. But good luck spending the next nine months carrying the All Bowls Matter flag and pretending you believe it.
0: Well, yeah, my, my smack talk I have is congratulations, Michigan had a great season, and we're going to whip you guys next year.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's funny to me how many, uh, it just if we're being honest, Michigan State fans tried to talk trash to me yeah. because they won their bowl game that no one cared about or watched. Yeah, and I, like
0: the third-string quarterback for most of the game. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I'm glad. I'm glad that you guys are happy with the, how the season played out. I am too, despite the loss, because they made the Final Four. So,
0: yeah,
1: eat a break. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week. <laughs> get your cider. Your, no, get your eggnog. Your donuts. Egg, at least I saw eggnog all winter. I thought it was just a Christmas thing. Buy your snacks at Quality Dairy. <laughs> we'll see you next next week. Go Blue. Go Buckeyes. Oh,